0: Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is com. Well, fun seekers, a very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. Um, yeah, I, I just couldn't get my life together this morning. I was in La La Land all morning, cooking bacon and Who knows? It was crazy. But uh, we'll talk about it with uh, Steve Falconer in just a moment. Steve's a cool guy. He runs a place called Space Busters. And he busts a lot of space jockeys. Something like that. And um, so we'll do that. And then I'm going to probably be on for a little while afterwards. By digging into some of the uh, some of the soul travel or experiential experiences I've been having because I think there's a lot of those going around, like with you and friends and fam, fam, fam. Yep, things are moving, baby, spiritually. So it's really quite fun time to be alive. Now I lost Steve. Oh, no, no, I, I, I got him back there. So Steve, Steve there he is. <laughs> I, could, I just saw your name there. I thought you disappeared into the ether, ethers. Good, good evening, Mr. Falconer, there in Europe, right? <laughs>
1: I think we're talking through the ether, to be honest with you.
0: I feel pretty ether this morning.
1: Well, they called it the ethernet originally. Now, you've got to ask, when you do a Google search and it returns 30 million replies in a half a second, is that going through copper cables, or is there another technology at play that we're not being told about? Steve. Is it really searching the ether, or do you think it's going through cables to every corner of the world and returning 30 trillion search results to you instantly i think there's a hidden technology at play here and it's not the internet but the ethernet after all
0: so that would mean good morning (laughs) good morning Uh, well that was hell of a thing i think i got enough right now i'm good to go Uh, so so let's see if i understand but see there's copper and then there's satellite and all kinds of stuff and cell phone towers right steve the way this stuff gets around what are you what are you saying
1: here Explain well, there's, it there's to me. wi-fi then going you know some people don't use the the line out of their their room and it's just as instant when you use your wi-fi
0: right right
1: and the internet was originally called the ethernet and the ether doesn't exist according to einstein who had to get rid of it but what if <laughs> there is an ether? <laughs> good old What? If- yeah well he, according to him his relatively doesn't work if there's an ether but all the other scientists for 200 years before him said they're sure as hell was
0: well al was on drugs what can i tell you
1: well if it's even a real guy and the earth is is an anagram for ether
0: oh oh like the Tesla ether okay go ahead let's finish with this thought you got on the.
1: what if when you do an internet search it's not going through a bunch of cables what's the speed that would take what if it's going through an ether technology that we're not being told about
0: oh because ether would be instantaneous because Instant. it's just light, right? Light.
1: Yeah, it's like a tug of war. You know, if uh, mm. in a tug of war, two teams are holding a rope, but when one team pulls, the other team gets pulled instantaneously. There's no delay through right. the rope. Right. Boom. Yeah. When team A pulls the rope. Team B gets pulled instantly. Mm. And you could think of the ether that way. If we're all interconnected. The dogs, you know, they've done Rupert Sheldrake done those experiments where the dog's owner was told to go to work sixty miles away and and they had anatomic clocks filming the dog and then filming the person and the dog the owner didn't know when they were gonna need a call saying it was time to come home. He just knew he'd be at work. And then as soon as the phone rang and they said, you're coming home, the dog jumps up from a nap and runs to the window.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Instantly. instantly. And we are interconnected. That's not peace, love, and hippie beads, new age stuff. We just are, Steve. I mean, right? We just are. We
1: just are. Yeah. Well, his experiments proved it instantly Mm -hmm. with no atomic delay. The dogs jumped up and ran to the window as soon as the owner had the thought he was coming home. Right. Now, how the hell did that happen? That's not that's not tug of war. That that's tug of war. There's no delay. You know what I mean? Instantly.
0: Yeah, I think the reason for that is, sir, if I can Einstein on you, is it's just one, right? God is just one blob of everything, and it's all interconnected all the time, right? It just is. And that's correct, right? So we're all on the same time, the same tune, the same connected.
1: Same rope. Yeah, it's a tug of war. We're all in the same rope. There's no delay, you know. The only delay delay is we get our our man made technologies where you, uh, even now, we're talking to each other. Uh, You're in Texas. I'm in Copenhagen, Denmark. I don't know the mileage, but it's probably two or 3,000 miles away. Yeah. Uh, There's no delay. I just said something and you hear me instantly. So don't tell me that went through wire coppers under the. (laughs) uh, There's something else going on.
0: You know, and I think. I think even even Elon Musk, who's doing the Starlink thing, um, my my geek in California told me that the the delay thing was like minuscule, that he's got it so good at doing it, just poof, that we could use it for broadcasts. when I was thinking about changing to
1: it. Now, that's funny you say that because I went to school for radio broadcasting. Oh, I wanted did. to be like you. Yeah. I wanted to be like you one time, Patrick.
0: Well, I'm but glad you I'm in. glad you did something otherwise
1: <laughs> well the thing is I used to call into the radio shows you know Jonathan Brandmeyer in Chicago I'd call in and get on the radio and they'd say "Well, turn down your uh, radio. your radio when you talk to us and that's because there was this one second delay and so you could hear the echo the feedback echo coming through when you called yet the guy was sitting in the in the John Hancock Tower three miles down from my house and there was a, almost a half-second delay that you could hear coming through the radio and back through this oh, through. Oh,
0: that, yeah. So
1: how is it I'm sitting three miles from this guy with a half-second delay and you and I are talking instantly right now two or 3,000 oh. miles away? Well,
0: I think, may, I, you, I think you may have got a little confused there. May I enlighten you, sir, being 55 years in broadcasting. We yeah. generally, especially talk shows... Uh, and if you put people on the air, even in rock and roll, there's a six second delay. So six. Oh yes.
1: Yeah, oh, that's because in case they swear. That's right. So, right. so then old
0: Steve's talking to Steve, and Steve <laughs> says, "Well, f you." And then all you do is you got six seconds to hit the button. It it reboots it and cuts you off. So that's why that that's why you heard that.
1: So it's a purposeful delay. You're saying. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, for the seven right. for the seven terrible words that George Carlin used to say, but. Now we have 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I have to ask how we're instantaneous here. I
0: we have to be going. We have to be going. Right.
1: Because a, a, a fighter jet breaks the, the sound barrier at 800 miles an hour, right?
0: 800 miles. Okay. I'm writing that down.
1: I think, the sonic, I think the sonic boom comes at 800 miles an hour. Okay. Or nine. Mm-hmm. So yet, so the speed of sound is eight or 900 miles an hour, but if you and I are 2,000 or 3,000 miles away from each other, how long would it take our sound to get through all the cables from me to you and you back to me with all the servers, switchers, chargers, delays, relays? When, <laughs> how is this instantaneous?
0: Look at Impossible. the big brain on Steve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. I suspect we're on some kind of ether technology that yeah. we're not told about. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise there should be a longer delay than this.
0: But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, but the Earth is spinning one thousand miles an hour to the west, so that would even change the equation.
1: Well, even yeah, even that, yeah. So I'm I'm used to you. Yeah. So that would be even <laughs> stupider. <laughs>
0: if that's possible yeah if it's possible to get so, uh, stupid yeah, I, that.
1: <laughs> I, i'm of the opinion that there's a technology at play here and that they didn't call it the ethernet by right. accident
0: right right
1: uh yeah. there's something else going on that we're not being told about and i think the whole world is like that yeah what they know and what we know is just not even remotely probably close to reality
0: yeah man where do we start right? <laughs> where do we start with that one you know well there's
1: a good place to start As
0: a well i think you know i wanted to mention uh i think uh, i think it was my geek who really knows this stuff he says that satellites don't really go from these satellites and we can argue if they're really okay whatever you know what i'm talking about and the balloons and all that and to the to the little thing on the roof you know it's really going to cell phone towers and then the cell phone towers are bringing it to your neighborhood. That's how they do it.
1: Well, yeah, of course. You know, I take, for me to go up to where I work, I take a 45-minute train ride from Copenhagen up to the, the city I work in. All right. It goes through the woods. Mm-hmm. It goes very near Sweden, but we still have the channel between Denmark and Sweden. Now, suddenly, my cell phone coverage cuts out when we're in the deep woods, And then all of a sudden, before I get to my work, which is still in Denmark, my cell phone switches over and picks up Swedish coverage real quick for a little bit and then comes back. Now, if a satellite is up in the sky, why would I cut out in the woods if it's coming from space? And if a satellite's moving at 17,500 miles an hour in orbit like the alleged space station, (laughs) how the hell is it putting a stationary signal down anywhere anyway? When my train's only moving 80 miles an hour, <laughs> impossible.
0: The whole thing so, is. So, and
1: why is why is your satellite dish on your house yep. not aimed up toward the sky, but it's aimed sideways toward a radio tower? Right. Nobody's satellite dish is aimed up in the sky. Go look at any building; it's aimed sideways. And we know NASA's largest expenditure is balloons, helium um- balloons. We know that. That's. It's not even a, a conspiracy theory. That's a published fact. Why is NASA's biggest bublet, uh, budget <clears throat> atmospheric weather giant helium balloons? I do believe there are satellites, but I don't believe they're flying around the Earth out in space at 17,500 miles an hour. They're flying up there in their balloons. Uh, they're, they're probably stationed.
0: Steve Falcon Almost. has got the coolest uh, tinfoil hat on the planet, and uh, we're talking to him <laughs> <laughs> this morning. <laughs> we're talking to him this morning. Yeah, and it was pretty co- interesting how this uh, uh, Starlink thing, Steve, it went kind of section by section. You know, if they were really I, satellites flying around this, uh, you know, alleged spinning ball, you know, you could just get it the whole place. you? Know, why, why, would you how could, why would you do it section by section?
1: But how could you hit the whole place? How,
0: could a, how long well, you, is that no, Starlink? You know? The premise We've is, is the ridiculous.
1: Right. What is it, a, a half a mile long? I don't How know. the hell is a half-mile Starlink system doing satellite coverage for a, an alleged 1,000-mile? <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be a 1,000-mile long chain. How did you launch it and put it together? It can't. <laughs> it just can't physically possibly work.
0: Well, you can't. You're being way too logical, you know.
1: It's <laughs> <See>, like <laughs> it doesn't work. It's it's nonsense.
0: It is being way too logical. Kid. If you'd like to be on the show, Patrick at One Radio or you can call and give uh, Steve Falconer a whirl and see what you guys want to chat about. 888-663-6386 Well, you know we were you had uh, we brought up the idea about uh, let's have a list of all the things that they've told us you know, that are not true, and that they say that it's true, right? <laughs> uh, which is pretty fun when you really do that list. You know, Steve, I actually do that list with myself every now and then. And I'll sit down and just have a notebook and say, well, what do I believe, what do I, what do I know for sure, right? What do I know for sure? Yeah. For sure. And it's, Nothing. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very it's a very short list, I tell you that, you know. <laughs> I mean, I—I'll I well, tell
1: you when I was—I was when I was five years old. There was five things I knew for sure: Santa Claus was real because he brought me presents That's every right. Christmas.
0: Eve. Me too.
1: The tooth fairy was real because she put money under my pillow every time I lost a tooth. The Easter Bunny was real because I found eggs every time I had to look, <laughs> look for them. So I can tell you, at with a five year old golf ball consciousness, they were real. They were real. As you get older and your parents tell you to go to bed, and I wanted one Christmas Eve, I wanted Bambino football. You're probably old enough to remember though. Oh, a little handheld electronic game. You know, my parents said, Well, you need to go to bed or Santa's not gonna bring you presents in the morning. And then of course I was a child and couldn't go to sleep because I was excited. And I heard my mom and dad up all night laughing, and I heard this song. And I'm laughing. I heard this noise all night, and then I woke up, and Santa Claus had brought me Ben Bemo football. And I thought, "Oh, great!" And I turned it on, and it went, do, do, do. <laughs> you know. I said, "Well, clearly, my parents were up playing this game all night." Like <laughs> that, how was your,
0: that was your first. J- well, it's <laughs> a gentle awareness. I like the way you broke into that. It was good.
1: Well, that's how it broke in for me. I put two and two together and said, "Well, if this dude came down a chimney, we don't even have." <laughs> How the hell were you two up at ten thirty at night playing the same damn game?
0: Oh. You, ob- <laughs> you obviously were not watching enough news. You know, you just really. Were.
1: <laughs> the good news is I have two little brothers, and at the, they're six years younger. So my parents are like, "Well, you shut the hell up because your brothers don't know better." So yeah. if you want more Santa Claus presents next year, you'd shut the hell up. <laughs> All right,
0: seen it. Uh,
1: I think that's what our governments are doing, too.
0: Oh, baby. Steve had to sign an NDA, you know, with his mom, a non-disclosure agreement, and then he, <laughs> yeah. he, he moved on. Oh, you can't imagine. I mean, if you had a list of things that the government says is real and accurate, I mean, you know, you'd be here all day, Steve Falcon. <laughs> It's just well, what is
1: a government anyway, government Govern- to, to control the mind. Yeah. Where did these come from? We never ask, like, why do we have governments? Where did they come from? Who are you voting for? Why are you voting? You know, Reagan said, uh, Reagan said this. Uh, my politics. I'm going to make government so small it'll fit in a bathtub or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? right. I think that's what he ran on. He had the biggest the, the U.S. federal government was the largest that it have ever been in history after reagan got in uh, but it's not my fault and then clinton runs on love and war and noted oh yeah but this happened and i've got to do this you know and then george bush read my lips no new taxes and then he jacks the taxes up but it's not my fault and then you know then junior co- it's like junior comes in i'm not going to be like my father in perpetual war i'm different oh 9 11 happens oh, okay we're at war with seven countries Obama every time they come in they promise something and you bet your ass six months later they've reversed their promise but it wasn't me there was an excuse you know it's like scripted it's like can you name one U.S president who's ever kept a promise none zero probably,
0: probably not even Kennedy was in on the jam too you know he was
1: he was in on all of it yeah he was, if he's even dead
0: well that's I I
1: can I can show you some evidence that that whole assassination was a crock of shit hoax. Yeah,
0: I've, I've been I've been hearing more about that of late. Is so, you really think that's possible that they they staged the whole thing?
1: And Lem was his gay lover. He was gay, man. Lemon Lemon Kennedy would wear matching boxer shorts, and he'd be holding Lem's hand, not Jackie's, to the beach.
0: I don't. know. I don't Who's even- Lem? Who's Lem?
1: Oh, you—that you, was his best friend all through uh, childhood oh, and growing up and all that. Yeah, and so and, uh,
0: so, and, uh, so and What's
1: when the you pur- look into that guy's family, these what are would, Jesuits.
0: What would be the purpose of, of that to scam the, to do the whole thing? What would be the motive? Because
1: a president is is holding public, uh, he's holding a public law in scrutiny. So the Kennedys, for those in the in the deeper esoteric research, they're called the hidden kings. Right. What you would do if you want to rule a country is you'd want to do it secretly with puppets Mm -hmm. because you can get away with it when you're not beholden to the public. So once you're dead, like the Kennedys (laughs) are all dead, then whoever's your puppet, it was the same when Trump with the QAnon crap, they're like, oh my God, AFK Jr. didn't really die in a plane crash. He's hiding in a fake mustache in the Trump audience. And that guy, whatever his name was, and you're saying, well, it's very possible that's true it's very possible that that guy is jfk jr he didn't really die in a plane crash we all been lied to that's and, possible. and trumps his puppet that's possible and trumps up it you know it's very possible yeah yeah of course you can rule easier by hidden hand which is what freemason masonry is all about which is what the deep state if you want to call them that it's all about if you want to rule someone, they can't overthrow you if they don't know who to overthrow. So, of course.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, then you, know, you just put the fall guy in front. You can overthrow him all you want because the next fall guy still works for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, it's that. No, not... I, I think it's just like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's hard to it's hard to argue. That anybody gets in the presidency without secret handshakes and whatever. Right. Just not going to happen. Absolutely. That's no, not going
1: Or happen. anywhere. Yeah. yeah not have. just the president. Yeah. You know, some little kid did a school report that said, like, all the US presidents were related. They were all at least 12 cousins. Right. So you got to say, like, how the hell is that possible? And then I've heard people say, well, genetically, everybody's a 12th cousin. I'm like, well, no, I've run my family tree. I'm not related to any of them.
0: (laughs) No, we might be a 158th million cousin, but, you know, not twelve. you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that doesn't hold water. How the hell do these same people, oh, and they're all related to Charlemagne. Like, okay, really? (laughs) Trump, you know, Trump was bragging about Charlemagne. Trump modeled one of his, his, his floors on his Trump Towers after Charlemagne that great 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 uncle you're like I-, I thought you're German dude how the fuck are you related to Charlemagne like, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> what well whatever I had, whatever I had kind of thought about Trump which was very little he sure lost me at that warp speed vaccine thing I mean come on how can you even yeah how can you do that jeez
1: he was on c-span bragging like oh, the FDA didn't even want to approve this. You're like, the FDA would approve dog crap in a fucking pill if you paid them enough. If the FDA doesn't want to approve this jab, it's got to be real bad. And Trump's like, I forced them and I'm the godfather of this. And you say, well, there you go. Oh, Trust the plan, eh? Trust the plan. Get out of here. Yeah.
0: No, it's just, and now we have Q And
1: uh, QAnon, Q is Quinite- Quinitech, it's the queen. It's the, this is the Rockefeller Freemasons q is the name of the oh Masonry Company. Like heard, get out of here.
0: <laughs> I hadn't heard that connection. That's pretty cool. And now it's Don't
1: Charlie. look up q <laughs> and, and the Rothschild Rockefeller connection. This is crazy, man. This guy is as steeped in it as they come.
0: They've got to be, right? Uh, and now it's yeah. Charlie Boy, too. That that They got rid of the, the queen. So it's Charlie. Charlie Boy. Yeah. Jeez it's going to be great right? um,
1: i mean what do you think about this you know i've seen a lot of stuff on the internet you look at old joe biden he had this big cleft, cleft chin the the old joe biden had this big giant neanderthal size with chin with a huge cleft in the middle like a oh, dent I, I haven't seen that He had detached big detached earlobes his eyes were really wide from each other his nose was really high from his upper lip and go look at old pictures of joe biden The bottom of his nose to his lip is like massive. His ears are floppy like uh, what was that guy Alfred E. Newman from Mad Mad magazine and his chin had this giant dent in it. It looked like he took a shovel to the chin. This guy out there pretending to be Biden. He's got his nose like stops right over his mouth. He's got no giant jaw, no cleft chin. His ears are attached. What? That's this is not Joe Biden. The guy there is not Joe Biden. And people are like, Oh, the QAnon is gonna prosecute Joe Biden and Hunter and you're like, How do you prosecute a guy if that's not the guy? Right.
0: Uh, well, you know, I wanna mean, ask you about you this prosec- and get get your opinion. Okay, so there's a lot of people not a lot, but there's quite a few. People are sending me more and more from some group that say that they've arrested all of these bad guys, you know, from everybody, from Hunter yeah. Biden to Hillary Clinton, and they killed him, and George Bush, everybody. And, and then they're all clones or holograms or whatever. Yeah. So, okay, I mean, I guess it's possible, but how, how does a clone, see, I don't understand it, or is a clone and a hologram would be different? A clone would be an actual physical person, right? That they've, yeah okay. So that's what it probably is, and then the people around them wouldn't know. Because you couldn't do a hologram and shake hands with them, right? Right, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Well, that's the weird thing is, you know, when the Queen died, All right? Uh, they were showing the motorcade overhead of, of them driving her casket to, uh, not St. Paul's, whichever cathedral she was going to. And the announcer accidentally said, and they're on their way to St. Whatever's Cathedral, where the Queen has been lying in state for four years. And you're like, hold on. <laughs>
0: Well, did she said did this. He say that
1: you're like, lying in state means dead you're like she's been there for four years and that's because if you follow gematria they have to say she died at 96 on the 96th day these uh-huh. are rituals they perform now that's and then and then if you remember a month before she died there was that thing where they admitted that the queen's chariot ride had a holograph of the queen waving to everyone you know they admitted it like that's a holograph of the queen you're like why wouldn't she just be in there yeah. waving? Why would you have that? So maybe she did die four years earlier, and that's why they're doing holograms. Now I'm with you. To me, if you make a clone, it has to grow up.
0: Yeah, it's gotta be you, you, it's gotta have skin and be some kind of physicality yeah, to yes. it. Right. So
1: you're like what so you've got a clone of an eighty-year-old person. How long did it take the clone to grow up and look eighty? And if it did that in three months, then it should look 180 in three months later. So like, yeah, but, but,
0: but you said yourself you don't think it's Biden. What could it be? Maybe plastic surgery or something like that?
1: Well, you uh, people have probably seen the videos where like the neck has this, it almost looks like a rubber prosthetic mask or a CGI oh, I see. overlay. Yeah. So it's either not him at all or it's a, a mask or it's a CGI overlay because – the CGI and the voiceover shit is getting really good, the technology. You understand,
0: but CGI is one thing. But then what about people as he works with and uh, a reporter? And, you know, that you can't do the CGI in life, real life.
1: Well, that's correct. So now you could be talking about body levels. But what we don't get is we'll never see a person on, on the news who went, I'm a friend of Joe Biden's for 30 years. I was his neighbor and used to walk his dog. And that guy ain't Joe Biden. Okay, you know, you're like, just
0: not going to see him. We'll,
1: okay, We'll yeah. never see the 500 people who say that's not him. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there was that video. There was a video where a person asked, like, uh, Siri, where is Joe Biden or whatever? And Siri or, or Alexa or whatever said, Joe Biden died in whatever blah, 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 military hospital after falling off his bike like Siri or Alexa said he died it just said it there's a video out there where it just said so I what I'm telling you is I I'm of the opinion that that guy whoever that is it's not Joe Biden and anyone can go look at Joe Biden when he was vice president of Obama this is not even close to the same guy but
0: why would they make him terminally stupid
1: well, because then you have to think he's incompetent because the whole point of the New World Order was to put incompetent people into every government position so that you would beg for a competent uh-huh. world government. See, you're such
0: a smart guy. That's why, that's why I hang out with sad. you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you make the people overthrow the government because you make the government so obviously stupid and corrupt. Right. How could Boris Johnson be the, you know, what's... The, every country has this Muppet who Justin Trudeau to pick a country. <laughs> the guy's so inept, the government's so inept. He's such a moron. He's like a WWF how wrestler. It's not, like Hulk Hogan. How could it you is, not
0: elect somebody else, right? How could you not? It
1: is, yeah, it's like Jake the Snake Roberts and Hulk Hogan in the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so like WWF that the people have to see how bullshit it is <laughs> and they will beg for it not to be bullshit but you, you have to put those bullshit people in there it's, it's like they're actors they're W <laughs> they, it's they are
0: actors it's what do you mean <laughs> like <laughs> actors that's
1: hilarious <laughs> it, is. it is they like put the WWF in there so you beg to get rid you of it you
0: beg to get rid of them. It it right so that's Who's, you know, that's why no no that's why this Trump thing is so brilliant what they're doing I mean, they're running yeah. him up the flagpole like, oh, he's attacked by the FBI and blah, blah, blah. And he's going to take and now Elon Musk and, you know, whatever. And, man, they're just going to make people want him so much that he's probably going to be the next dude.
1: Yeah, and they, they got it. They, exactly. And the thing <laughs> is that the Trump's there to make the left. He's so obviously ridiculous that the left needs him gone. Biden's there or whoever this Biden character is he's there because he's so obviously ridiculous the right ones have gone you see what they're doing (laughs) either one they give you is so ridiculous it's it's jake the snake roberts against randy macho man savage (laughs) in the steel cage it's that ridiculously bad and every country has it
0: every country you
1: never they you every time you get a president in you don't get any of your liberties back. You get a little bit back. They, the The previous guy took that much liberty. Then you give you a little and bit. And the back. next guy gives you back like a pinch, a salt pinch of that, but takes the rest. You never get satisfied. And it's so obviously ridiculous because they need to get rid of sovereignty of countries, right. nations. Right. And the way they do that, even the World Cup, which is football, which is supposed to be, it's going on now soccer for Americans World Cup is like my country against your country against your country against your country but it's the world's Global Soccer Federation you know you're like it's it's so obvious they're setting it up that you will get rid of your own goddamn government for them hmm. because they want you to that's why they put morons in charge <laughs> that's why they did it <laughs>
0: like, it was, and it, was it, it was very quinky dental that it was iran and u.s right i mean that you know that that wasn't I mean, come on, that wasn't man. planned yeah.
1: <laughs> as joe biden would say come on man <laughs> oh
0: man that wasn't <laughs> planned <laughs> you think we're that okay. you think we're that smart well god
1: that's a total setup man it's such a it's it's such a setup
0: I I told you you folks, uh, excuse me, Steve, Steve Falconer, I told you to, you know, take uh, some duct tape and wrap it around your head before he comes on because uh, (laughs) you got to hold down your tinfoil hat with this guy. Okay. Well, I'll tell
1: you what, I I wear tinfoil proudly, man. If you're not wearing tinfoil by now, you are stupid.
0: I'm with you, boy. (laughs) I'd rather wear a tinfoil hat than a blindfold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, let's take a little break here. Patrick Timpone, one radio network with Steve Falconer. You can check him out on Space Busters. Just just Google Space Busters, and you know if you've been behaving yourself, and Elon Musk and Bezos let you find them, and the Google boys. Well, then you'll find them. If not, you just have to get get creative. This is one radio <laughs> one radio uh, We're having fun. Uh, I I want to pitch this little thing. This is the best thing ever. This is not really a picture of what I'm doing. This is a picture of a fellow who invented a a system that your host here is doing called X3. And it's uh, produced by the fellow, Dr. Jaquish. Here you see a picture of him. He's got muscles gone muscles. And um, he wrote a book called Weightlifting is a Waste of Time. And he figured out that when you do weightlifting thing, the way it's done, with the leverage and the maxing out at the end and the whole thing, uh, it's it's very uh, hard on the joints. And you'll find the most longtime weightlifters, they have bad backs, bad shoulders, back knees, and they just do. T- check it out, they do. I think Jack lane was one of the few guys that lifted weights for a long time, and he made it a long time. But boy, he was active and stretching, and uh, he was doing all kinds of stuff to to be able to stand that. Well, I don't getting me off base here this is called variable resistance it's with this huge two uh, nice big heavy pieces of equipment a base we hook on these uh, latex straps and then a silver bar I'll get myself up here and I can kind of explain it a silver bar and they have these uh, four or five different strengths of latex bands right so say you're doing a um, what do you call this whatever There's a word for this. You're saying you're doing one of those. Um, Whatever, I don't know that. And so you have this band hooked onto the bottom plate that you're standing on. Then this latex band is on this bar. So you're doing this, right? And you get all the way up here until you got you got you got pressure force on your biceps, triceps, shoulders, chest, everything. Overhead press is what it's called. I knew it would come to me. And then you bring it down and see visualizers, bands, and you still have pressure, 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 pressure. And before you lose pressure, you go back up. It's called variable resistance. And weightlifting people have known this since the beginning of time, the real good ones. And if you, you can do this on weights, it's, they do it on chains and things like that at gyms because they understand that when you have variable resistance constantly on a, on a, on a muscle segment that it just grows faster without getting, um, this, check this out, without getting sore. I'm cereal. I'm, gluten, I'm gluten-free cereal. Cereal, you don't get sore and do it every day. Fifteen minutes, boom, you're done, and you don't get sore. But in weightlifting, you have to wait four days because you're actually tearing the muscle, which is causes the muscle to get larger. But this one, the muscle's just going. Doesn't make that noise. Check it out. It's called X3. I believe they're still on sale. Last time I checked, three ninety nine. I paid five forty nine for mine, two and a half months ago. So you can get it for three forty nine. I put mine on a little payment thing. They have a little payment thing. It was six months, I think, or maybe 12 months. I think I got 50 bucks. Yeah, I think it's 50 bucks a month. So I pay a little interest. I didn't have 549 sitting around not doing anything, looking for a place to go. So that's what I did. So you can finance it as well. 399 is called X3. The only way to do that is go to oneradionetwork.com, click on X3 link, you'll see it, On the far right, it's an orange X3, the X3 link on oneradionetwork.com. Have you, how's your testosterone doing? Everything happy south of the border?
2: The first supplement I like to take in the morning, right after I wake up, is Pine Pollen Pure Potency, or P4. This is Sir Thrival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause, men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but pine pollen pure potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now, it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning right upon waking midday or noon and then again right before bed. So once, twice or three times a day but always at those times and that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone and all we want to do is amplify that sine wave. We don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle and that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency.
0: Uh, I agree with that, I like that been taking it for years what 12 years maybe 13 14 of course i'm not suggesting you do what i do because then you're going to end up looney tunes crazy like i am and then you know then what are you going to do then I get start to get some attorneys and blame me you know sue me well, he made me crazy okay made me crazy uh a quick little plug here for a good friend of mine before we go back to the no, first supplement no, i no, like to take no, in the morning, no, right after i up that's wait. a no oh This is a yes. (laughs) Good friend of mine um, has a company called S, well it's called US Coin Capital, and they buy and sell gold and silver coins. That's what they do, real American money. Now they don't do, um, you know, uh, bricks and bars and bullion and stuff like that. That's all, when you buy a gold coin, like just gold coin with no numismatic value in this country, you've got to fill out paperwork. The Gov, the one we love, they know that you buy it. Did you know that? Check it out. Buy, you know, buy a $1 gold piece from the Mint. Right? And um, you got to do paperwork. And then you've got to do paperwork when you sell it so they make sure you pay taxes on it. Now, you're supposed to pay taxes on numismatic coins as well. I wouldn't tell you to ever evade taxes. I don't break the law. I am a libertarian at heart, but I don't break the laws even though they're dumb. Now, um, numismatic coins are collectible coins. They have numismatic value, collectible as well as gold and silver value, and they are minted only at the United States mint. Unless you have somebody like my uncle Tony who tried to, to make $20 gold pieces but he did some heavy time for that. But that's just another story. Um, mm-hmm. So numismatic coins are not covered by no paperwork. So it's up to you to remember to pay your taxes on these things and don't re- don't forget. Don't forget. Um did you know I'm going to tell you did you know that in 1933 when they the boys uh, recalled took the dollar off uh, the gold standard remember that 33 yep that's when they that's when they did it they made it illegal to own gold in this country did you know that they did Um, and then they called in the gold and a lot of silly people brought in their gold but they did not mandate or rule, it was a bad law but it didn't matter, unconstitutional, but they they didn't have numismatic coins within their purview, that's right, because they can't do that because it's money. The other stuff is a commodity. Okay, well that's just a little history there. Uh, 800-878-2646. You want to get some gold and silver coins? This is the guy to do it. His name is Fred Dashevsky. 800-878-2646. Okay. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Space Busters, the CEO and president of Space Busters and chairman of the board, uh, Steve Falcon.
1: I'm not I'm not really my best friend Ross started Space Busters oh really it was yeah we we were a small weird independent channel doing weird stuff and uh you know when the 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 unicorn vid 19 hit uh it was I I started making those videos and it, it was my videos that got real 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 popular um but there there are actually two of us uh but he he just doesn't get the attention it was it was circumstance that made I put me in the spotlight. And we never used to show our face on video. I'm the first one who I see. started coming out publicly that we have faces and names and yeah. addresses. So
0: it's at like, the very beginning. Uh, what year was that when you really started kicking in doing tinfoil hattie things?
1: Uh, I started doing it um, 2007, and seven,
0: eight. Okay, right around the uh, Lehman moment and all that that thing that... Whatever that was called. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then what What was? What were big on the tinfoil hat agenda back then? Do you recall what you were doing? Well, kind of the stuff?
1: same stuff, but the same thing happening now. But we were just people saying, I'm, we're warning you. Oh, I see. There's going to be <laughs> digital tracking. There's going to be bioterrorist alerts. There's going to be, you know, everything that's going on now. Uh, the global digital currency, we kept saying everything that's happening now but you you really sounded like a lunatic back then
0: yeah 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 about 15 years ago right yeah.
1: yeah because back then there was David Ike Alex Jones um Bill Cooper you know until he died like there were only a, a dozen people in the world saying any of this Right. and if you were onto that back then you sounded like a lunatic but here we are now and you're like well everything we said is happening right now and you still sound like a lunatic, but the people who used to, you know, come and attack me all the time, they're nowhere to be seen anymore because oh, yeah. everything we said were right, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can see it going on today with the shit going on trying to take down the c- cryptocurrency market with this uh, Sam Bankman freed FTX scandal. Have you been following that? Well,
0: I've seen the headlines. I, You know, I, I'm a guy. I don't follow directions, so I don't read the headline. The, the fine print. Right. Uh, can you give us a big picture? So people understand. I, I don't really understand the mechanism and how they why they put money in and and how Sam blew it up. Do you know how?
1: Okay, yeah. Well, okay. So okay. the guy Sam Bankman Freed, he had this cryptocurrency exchange called FTX. Right. Now, all for people who don't do crypto, they don't understand what this means. It's like this: you've got your crypto wallet, which is like your cash and your and your under your pillow, right?
0: Right. right.
1: Now, you've also got your bank account because when you need to buy online, it's very inconvenient for you to go into the bank every time you want to buy a pair of sneakers on Amazon, put cash into your bank account so that you can use your credit card to buy the sneakers, right? Right. So you keep a certain amount of money in your bank account because that's how you buy online, right? Right. But you have cash under your pillow. Okay. Well, it's the same with crypto. You have these cryptocurrency exchanges there are guys who literally sit there all day with computer programs looking for what the value of Bitcoin went up and all these hundreds of other crypto coins. And they're making quick sells and trades
0: quickly to
1: make because, yeah, because it went up uh, this amount and they're making quick trades, right? right? So for them, it's very inconvenient to pull all your crypto off the exchange out of the bank, as you could call it, into your under your pillow or into your private wallet because the exchange trade you need to make needs to happen right now. You've got 25 seconds boom, boom, boom. to make this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very inconvenient. Now, if you have crypto, you're an idiot if you keep it on these exchanges, because it's like the bank. If the bank folds and your money's in the bank, you lose your money. Good
0: night, Irene, right, right.
1: Yeah, so of course, if the bank folds and your money's in cash under your pillow, you don't lose the cash, you got it, right? right. But that's not practical so everyone thought this ftx was like a stable stable exchange they call it's a stable just a stable coin bank.
0: stable coin
1: yeah not a coin but a stable bank
0: a, a stable, stable coin bank b- oh, it's okay okay
1: right i'm with you so you've got your coins but you've got them in the crypto bank because you're doing exchanges with maybe 30 or 40 or 50 crypto coins at once okay so to make the trades you need to do it right now so that guy's girlfriend was this girl called Caroline Ellison. Now it turns out Sam Bankman Freed, he also had a hedge fund company called Alameda Research mm-hmm. for real hedge fund investing, right? Right. Now the, the girl in charge of the hedge fund investments was this girl, this retarded girl, Caroline.
0: <laughs> Not the sharpest Ellison. tool in the shed. I saw an interview with her.
1: I mean, you've seen her. Yeah, she She's is like, so dumb. You, just, this woman shouldn't be running a multi-billion dollar hedge fund. And of course she shouldn't because she lost so much billions in the hedge fund. So what they were doing, one of the things <laughs> they were doing is they were taking your crypto leverage off their crypto bank exchange you know you know the bank my actual coins when you
0: say crypto leverage my actual coins that patrick has up there
1: yes because you okay. left it on their bank okay. their crypto exchange market right. which is a bank right they were taking they are borrowing your money to cover losses to their hedge fund clients oh that they were good losing.
0: oh that sounds like a plan yeah that'll work
1: so but at the same time there was two other things going on so Sam Bankman Fried was working together with a guy called Gary Gensler, who's the security and exchange chair chief. He's the chair of the security and exchange securities thing on crypto regulation, Whoa. like the government regulating crypto. Right now, Gary Gensler's former boss, was glenn ellison who's the head of economics at mit university oh glenn ellison's daughter is caroline ellison (laughs) (laughs) sam bankman frieds girlfriend and in charge of alameda hedge fund who tanked right this is
0: getting fun okay
1: yeah so like this guy's working with this guy over at the security exchange commission to regulate crypto so the government can get their hands in your crypto and at the same time, his boss, his daughter is his <laughs> girlfriend, and the he- and the girl who crashed, who is the reason their hedge fund lost so much money. Now, on the other side of the thing, Sam Bankman Fried's own parents, one of his his dad is Joseph Bankman, who was the professor of tax law at Stanford University and the crypto tax regulation advisor, working with Gary Shenzler at the SEC. To regulate crypto taxes, Whoa. and his mom is Barbara Fried, who is the Democratic Party fundraiser.
0: Oh, good.
1: He makes the money for the Democratic Party, right? So while all this was going on, they were laundering money through Ukraine, through Zelensky, yeah, through crypto. They were putting the oh. crypto to Zelensky. Who was laundering it back through barbara freed to give the money back to the democratic party laundered off the books right Jeez. so the, you had all you had this triple weird scam going on and the only reason this crashed is one of the owners of the other main crypto bank exchange is an anarcho capitalist and he heard rumors that this was going on and he went on twitter and said ftx sam bankman frieds company is going to crash because he's leveraging all your crypto money through this alameda exchange and people in the know figured this out went oh my god and they pulled it so they
0: they pulled them out
1: yes they pulled their money off the ftx exchange bank <clears throat> like they ran the bank they ran the crypto bank and then sam bankman friedmans like shit i don't have the money to cover the hedge fund losses from alameda through caroline <laughs> so it all crashed because he didn't have any funds to cover it he thought he'd just make it back and this is the thing if you do crypto you do not want to be on the blockchain you don't want bitcoin and all and and you do not uh, want to be you on want the it blockchain. in a wallet
0: at home right that's what you want at
1: home. yeah you want privacy coins you want dero monero pirate chain Mm -hmm. You don't want it in there, and even if you are on a regulated crypto exchange, make your trade and put it in your wallet. Pull the bank out, pull the cash out of the bank and put it under your pillow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I I don't mean to insult that. No, 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 I understand.
0: So, so let me see if I understand then, if I'm following the bouncing ball, the money that was lost... uh, uh, is there an approximation how much just disappeared? you know how many billions? Billions, billions uh, and billions. A lot, okay. So I, I guess yeah. it went to the people on the hedge fund side that oh. lost and sold money on stuff that they were doing. That's where the money went. Somebody made money on the other end of the trade on that hedge fund deal, right? That's where They the
1: still didn't. The, the FTX was just pulling the money to cover the losses. No, I understand, the but
0: the people that where this money went to were traders working... And made the money off the losses, that FTX hedge fund thing, right?
1: Yeah, okay. but no nobody got any money because the hedge fund people lost all their money. But I'm still he trying to say flawed.
0: that money had to go somewhere. It didn't evaporate.
1: Yeah, it had to cover losses from the from Caroline Ellison, what she lost. I don't yeah, somewhere around the somewhere, yeah. Okay. I if think she Sam lost money, free.
0: that means somebody gained money. It's got to be, yeah. Okay, so the people, the people that gained yeah. the money from her hedge fund—that's what I was kind of getting at, trying to see where all this money went to. You know, I have no idea. There'd I be another it story there, down. Steve, if you can imagine. Well, maybe you know there was some stuff going on with the hedge fund and people playing the hedge fund on that end too, ending up with people like soros and you know you never know that's
1: right well it's possible that that actually is the money they were laundering through Zelensky to go back to the oh. democratic party oh okay so it's very possible yeah the hedge fund money hmm. was lost because it was being laundered through barbara freed oh, oh
0: so you're saying maybe that's the money to that the, went to, to Zelensky? ah
1: to Zelensky and back into the democratic party through Barbara Freed, Sam's mother. Jeez. That's why you where the Democrats were getting their money. They were doing crypto laundering <laughs> by stealing your money from a crypto exchange You can't bank. even,
0: it's like a bad movie. You just can't even make this stuff up, you know? You just can't make it It's up.
1: totally like a movie, man. And there should be a movie about it. There really should well, be a I'd movie Well, I'd like to write that this.
0: one. I'm busy right now with my other screenplays, but oh my God. yes, yeah. Jeez. Jeez yeah unbelievable it's That's, crazy man it's great good, good job man. i'm glad uh, i understand this steve Falcon is with us if you'd like to be on the show uh you take your life in your own hands and talk to him uh 888 uh, <laughs> welcome
1: i'd love to talk to some yeah, people yeah justice
0: <laughs> costy will you? don't be shy you won't hurt you 888-663-6386 email patrick at one radio network.com oh you know speaking of things that don't make sense I just wanted to share something with you and you said you ought to make a movie. Uh, Let me just take a little drink here and I'm gonna tell you, see. Uh, You know, I'm a screenwriter. I've written three screenplays and uh, uh, my first one, uh, a real roll of money about uh, President taking over the Fed and printing United States notes out of Treasury, we've won some (laughs) awards with it. We've won some awards. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna get this sucker made. Anyway, but anyway, so my fourth screenplay, I wanted to tell you, we're gonna lo- you're gonna love this. I have pitched all of the uh, There Is No Virus people, Lanka, Cowan, Kaufman, you know, the people you've interviewed, the Baileys, uh, Don Lester, David Parker, Mike Stone, um, you know, all of them, well, most of them. And I'm gonna write a movie called Virus. It's gonna be a 40-year-old lady homeopathic physician that sues the AMA and said, you guys are just, you guys have just made this whole virus germ thing up and your $3 trillion cabal thing's coming down because we're going to prove in jury that there's no virus. Isn't that a cool story? So that's going to be the entire film in courtrooms as they bring it to the Supreme Court, you know.
1: And then you'll talk out in the court battle how there are no viruses except you're brilliant. Brilliant.
0: That's right because in a courtroom, you can you can prove that something exists or not. If you really have good attorneys, and we'll have good attorneys, right? Because Cowan and <laughs> these and these people are going to write. The, <laughs> are they going to write this, the, that di- that part of the dialogue? And then the the, the jury going to be the audience, right? The audience yeah. is the jury. Achieve. So they walk away with the film, going, "You know what, Marge? I don't think there's a virus out there. I, I just don't think there is one. I mean, they proved it, right?" Uh, so I'm pretty excited Brilliant. about the project. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good.
1: And people are open to fiction, Patrick,
0: because... Sure,
1: yeah. When when there's fiction on the line, you're, you're, you're not defensive. You're like, it's fiction. It's Lord of the Rings, you know, so you're very open. And then that stuff starts seeping into your brain because that's you don't ex- have your defense mechanisms
0: up. That's why I'm I'm moving into screenwriting from this because I know that's where the action is. When you can tell a story... And you can you know get a message out there intertwined in the story, love, and you know, and everything. Then people get they're up.
1: doing it to us constantly.
0: Well, well, sure, doing the that's what they do speech. all the time with commercials. I mean, you know, used to cry at the yeah. Hallmark commercials for God's sake. You know, what kind of time. How, how
1: many movies or TV series are pushing the virus bullshit? Oh, oh. it's a virus escape. You know, I mean, just every TV series, every third episode is there's a virus. Sorry. It's they're doing it to us the other way. So I think it's genius you're gonna do it back up right on right yeah, back at you. It.
0: We're gonna get it. We'll get it, man too. <laughs> I I'm envisioning I'm somebody like an Oliver Stone or somebody like that, you know. Something I think Oliver will jump on it, man.
1: Well, Sean Stone, his son's really quite open. He's he's yeah, doing his I, own we show. We
0: had Sean on the show and uh, he,
1: yeah did you talk to him you approach I, him and he'd be well into uh, into this
0: well i know and I, he's already agreed to read my uh, manuscript, which is i was really honored i haven't sent it to him yet because i'm still rewriting if you have you know have you written stuff you always you just keep rewriting it's like crazy you know what do you do you uh
1: i don't i'm not a rewriter no. uh, but i maybe it's my virgo tendency uh, i get bored at the end of a project and just want to finish so I don't, even, I don't even edit my films as I make them. When they're done, I don't even go. I just make sure the sound's okay. And I just release it and go, fuck it. If that's what it is. It's
0: down and dirty, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I understand.
1: But, you know, what you're doing, I like, you know, it reminds me of the Jimi Hendrix lyric in Voodoo Child. You know, he says... Uh, I didn't mean to take up all your sweet time. I'll give it right back one of these days. You yeah. know, you say like... That's nice. You're yeah. wasting my time with all your bullshit. I'm going to give it right back at you. Yeah,
0: have one of these guys, you know. Have, <laughs> have one of the And a lot of the... Uh, not a lot, but I'm hearing more and more rumblings with uh, the streaming services, you know, the people that are really running the show these days, the HBOs, uh, Amazon, obviously, Netflix... Well, Apple—they're pretty—they're pretty gone, but they're—they're—they're they're, they're beginning to cancel a lot of the woke stuff because it's not working. They're losing money. Nobody's watching it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nobody's watching it. You know, they canceled uh, a whole series they were going to do with Michelle and and uh, or Hillary, and that nobody wanted it. They didn't, you know, they. they yeah. You know, nobody money wa- talks. Bullshit oh, baby. Walks. That's true. that's right. You know, because uh, that's, that's
1: the good thing we have going is these corporations are still in it for the money. You right. Know, we still right. have that. We're not at the stage. They're they're almost at the stage where it's the power and not the money, but we're not there yet. So yeah, you're right. Like the the money still talks and the bullshit walks. And you're right. Like what's the saying? Go woke, go broke. You know, <laughs> like we said, That's right. how many how many things have we said? go broke for going woke? Oh. Disney's ridiculous. You yeah, know? Like there, it's just
0: Hollywood's had a, a terrible last couple of years because they do all this woke stuff and nobody goes. You know. And they're they're just slow learners they're just kind of sitting around now going you know what we can only do so many uh you know gay super guys and i don't think that people are going to go for it you know
1: (laughs) yeah i saw a meme like you know disney does the greta thunberg story and she's black
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah it's not working that's what i keep trying to tell people like i've got a guy he's attacking me constantly this Right. He's, he's mentally uh distable so i don't attack him back and don't mention him but he's saying he he wrote he tried to meet me like 20 times and he's like why don't you attack lgbtq about the fucking drag queen shit you know and i say like for starters my son's godfathers not parents i picked we picked two got ga- two gay men as my son's godparents uh-huh they're amazing they love him they're amazing they're the greatest guys ever i don't give a crap if you're gay or lgbtq i don't care whatever floats your boat and they are the if i died i would love these two to raise my kid i understand and so i have no problem with lgbtq whatever i have a problem with the agenda trying to make people who shouldn't be that that through all i have a problem with the agenda yes driving it but those who are by choice or by even agenda uh, driven I don't care and he's saying yeah but uh but the, the drag queens shouldn't do this and I'm saying these two gay godfathers think that's sickening what these drag queens are of doing at the, at the
0: most just reasonable because people do regardless yeah. of their sexual preference I'd everyone stay... does Come
1: on. Yeah. the gays and lesbians and and whatever that I know they don't think this is cool either and because we're in this woke cancel culture if you and I say this we sound like two white right wing (laughs) race you know what I mean you know but the only ones who can attack this are the LGBTQ because they are not the woke can't attack them so why would you make an enemy out of the one people who could actually attack them without getting canceled you know what I mean? Well, this God, guy's like,
0: no, I I, I'm with the kid. Yeah.
1: I'm like, uh-uh. why would I attack my allies? Are you retarded? You don't attack your allies, idiot. I, I'm not enemies with LGBTQ.
0: No, um, people have a choice to do whatever they want, Steve. It's not our business. Yeah, it's not our
1: business. Even they, even they know it's wrong to groom children to yeah.
0: drag queens. Well, that's you what know? I haven't. I don't say I have an issue because I don't like to you have know? issues, but but I don't. I can't support moms letting somebody under eighteen and lives it with them to to go get surgery and stuff like that. I mean, that's to me, that's wrong. That's just wrong
1: so is it to most lgbtq you're sure. a fucking moron if you're doing that even lgbtq people think you're a moron to do that yeah. so the media is making it look like lg like like everyone agrees with this and the 20 percent of you don't are trump supporting nazis <laughs> with moon with nazi bases on the moon <laughs> that's not reality the reality oh, come is on.
0: i think there's nazi bases think. on the moon <laughs>
1: nobody thinks this is cool nobody. not them yeah. even most drag queens don't think this they is cool they don't think it's cool yeah. that's... you could talk to 50 drag queens and only you know 45 of them would be like not cool there are 5% of them who, who are grooming kids and think it's cool that's because they're mentally disturbed but I'm not going to attack my only allies who can't get cancelled I can't get cancelled because I don't give a shit but anyone else who speaks out can get canceled. Why would you attack your allies, you morons? So (laughs) if you're attacking me for not attacking my allies, you're a moron. You're a moron. (laughs)
0: I'd love to see some real deep research, Steve (laughs) Falconer, and find out who or what, or what, what forces were behind this entire thing about coming out as gay years ago. I mean I bet there were some globalist forces there sparking this whole thing cuz they knew it would divide people.
1: I mean you if you're in a Muslim country you get thrown off a roof today for being gay. Do they'll you really? Look, they'll throw yeah. your head first off a roof still. Yeah, if you're in a Muslim country. No. Yeah. And it's only, you know, you 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 know, you're older than me even Patrick so even in the 70s it was still pretty in the closet if you know what I mean. Even in the early 80s it wasn't cool. Like, you, you couldn't even come out until really, what, about, what would you say? I don't know, I, 80s, think,
0: I think, well, then the whole uh, whole HIV thing, that was a scam, but that hit around 1980, so that, that yeah. really brought a lot of awareness to the gay community. Um, yeah, that I think probably 75 lot, or yeah. so, people start coming out. I lived in New Orleans in 75, and the whole city was out, so what can I tell you? You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and San Francisco, too. <laughs> yeah. But you're right, like, the HIV demonized, they were like shit, oh, man, yeah, and, you yeah. know, they demonized all that but you know where, where i grew up in chicago it's it's the midwest it was the bible belt right like i knew gay people in the 80s and 90s but you weren't you couldn't you couldn't say that shit openly they really it was like uh you know my i was dating this girl and then her sister was a lesbian uh-huh. and and the family like she had this long-time partner of about i don't know 10 12 years uh i won't say her name but the the sister had the long-term partner uhhuh and they were friends, you know what I mean. And it was like, oh yeah, she's bringing her friend so and so to Christmas, and you're like, it's not her friend. Like, <laughs> there are two lesbians, go, you know, going off in the room, and, and even the family wouldn't admit like it's her
0: girlfriend.
1: It's like, just say it. That's her girlfriend. That's okay. you know, and they would, not are like, no.
0: some girls you know, just like no, other girls. Friend. What are you gonna do? You know, it's not you
1: friend, doing? it's her girlfriend. It's her partner. So I saw this shit all the way, even in the early nineties, like you still couldn't come out and say, this is my girlfriend, girl, girl, you know, like it wasn't cool because where I come from, that just wasn't happening. Parents weren't accepting it. You know, my parents' generation was still in the mentality of their parents' generation where that stuff doesn't happen even though it's totally happening
0: <laughs> you <know>? it's always <laughs> happening happen.
1: uh, it always has been happening i, I just don't like yeah. you know
0: i the, 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 i don't think the government should be involved in any of it none of it leave it alone it's just not their business you know not their business state or central well it's government.
1: weird they're getting involved in it in the right way to me i actually am for I don't care if you love a woman and you're a woman or you love a man and you're a man. I don't care. I think that's the right way. I think it's weird the government's actually involved. If you're trying to tell your four-year-old kid to cut off his penis and put on a well, dress yeah, with intake.
0: No, but I see by getting involved where they're disgusting. changing they're changing words in their laws and all that kind of nonsense. And, that's
1: disgusting. Yeah, yeah because we weird. know 70% of transgenders are suicidal. And we know by the time they turn 18 or 20, uh, almost 80% who didn't kill themselves or tried. Is that right? Regret. They, they regret they did it. I yeah, had the no stati- idea.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: They're horrific, the statistics. They either regret it or they try to kill themselves. Wow. And, but, but it's not a mental illness. It's that they, they have, I don't know what it is. They have exploratory feelings and emotions and desires That don't fit in with societal norms and they're they're chastised for it and but but later they they it's it's like oh i experimented with lesbianism in college but now i'm married with six kids happily you're like well it's not that they didn't like being a lesbian in college because they're happily married with six kids it's that they just went out and like tried something new
0: from my perspective everything is a spiritual thing and it's just energy right and we know that we're yeah. all male and female, right? We all got both sides working. We just do. Yeah. Uh, we just do. And uh, sometimes you come in body and you got a penis. Sometimes you come and you got a vagina. So you got more of that female or male energy working. And that's what we generally do. Yeah. But but kids can, they can go all over the place when you're younger or a teenager or whatever and, and change that energy pattern. You know, they move more to the left or the right you know not politically but female or male mm. and then they could start liking girls or whatever so it's just your choice i don't there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you choose to do well okay i mean whatever floats mm. your boat as you said i you
1: know but yeah when we uh, were kids that like a girl uh, you know we would have called her a tomboy a tomboy there was right, a, you right. know yeah we grew up with tomboys yeah, these were girls too. who like or men's baseball jerseys and played football like right. they, they just did guy stuff and dressed like guys and played with guys toys. they they still grow up to marry guys and stuff or they go lesbian which is totally cool it doesn't matter but you know i, I saw a funny uh meme it said uh i'm vax i, I identify i'm vaccinated and my pronouns are was and were <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that so, was and were was and And I I think I think the biggest problem
1: experimenting as a teen, you know, doesn't mean you might not grow out of that ten years later.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest challenge you they have for uh, the the gay, uh, gay, and lesbian whatever community is that they've been talked into Steve to identifying that that's who they are, and that's not who they are. They are humans. They are men or women, and they have. They have hopes and dreams, and you know, and talents yeah. and faults and whatever. That's not who they are. They just, by the way, they just happen to be attracted to the same sex. But that's that's immaterial. Yeah. Why why do you even tell people you're gay? Do you walk around and tell people you're heterosexual? I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Exactly.
1: Imagine if you had a straight pride parade.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's as stupid as it is, right?
1: But imagine if you had a straight pride parade. Holy shit! Yeah, and I identify that's imagination.
0: Yeah, it's just a ma- yeah. That's I, not-
1: I identify as a millionaire, but it doesn't mean I can pay off my mortgage tomorrow.
0: Well, I you know I, I don't think it's an imagination <laughs> that they're attracted to the same sex. I think that's real that that feeling and that. But uh, to be that's who you are. That's only one of your preferences in life. There's a lot of preferences. That's just one. Right. That's not who you are.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's exactly right. Because if, uh, to me, this is my opinion. So, if you're listening and don't agree with this, okay, cool enough. But you, you are a multifaceted faceted uh, spiritual being. Uh, you are so complex that a million definitions can't define you. Yeah, boy, yeah. But you define yourself as who you have sex with. I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. I'm a this or that. It's always all, all this gender pronoun. I'm a transist binary non. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you're talking about sex, is what you're really talking about. <laughs> that is what you're talking about. You're not talking about being. You're talking about limiting a unlimited potential, infinite potential into one category. And I feel sorry for you if you're limiting yourself no. as a multifaceted infinite being into what you put your private genitals in. And you think that's in your all-encompassing being? You are pathetic. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't understand. What was the term you used?
0: I loved it. It was a multifaceted, uh, infinite being. Yeah, infinite, right? Infinite, being.
1: infinite being, yeah. which is and what we if you are, right? that, if, you, if you put yourself in a pigeonhole, it's everybody not, it's else not even that you, right? It's not that you ask me to call you that. It's that you call it yourself that. I feel sorry that you put yourself in a pigeonhole that you shouldn't be in. You can ask me to call you whatever you want. I'm sorry that you call yourself that because you have no self-realization or spirituality or understanding of what you are. And I think that's really sad. I understand. I'm willing, you know, and I'm if, if it i not going to hurt your feelings if you want me to call you Mary and you were born Todd. I'll call you Mary because I'm not going to call you Todd to make you feel bad about yourself. If, if you like me to call you Mary, I will, but don't make me have to believe you are Mary. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'll call you that, but I don't have to play along with your fantasy.
0: Okay. <laughs> you
1: <know? laughs>
0: like, yeah, I, I think there's so much corrupt, deep state, uh, whatever involved in all this, Steve Falconer, I really do. I think they likes it. Like they like us fighting with each other to keep our eye off the ball.
1: It is that. Yeah, it's all dividing. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 one of the ways they easily get to the left. Because you know, the right are no better. Don't get me wrong. No, I like understand. people think, Oh, well, you what are you a right wing? I'm like, I'm not right or left wing. They're all idiots to me. I'm in the middle. I'm just trying to ice skate through the middle of all their bullshit without hitting their
0: without hitting boat. too many landmines, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> landmines everywhere on both sides. They're all idiots. Just cut it out, and as when I grew up, my mom said M Y O B Bub. What's that? Which means mind your own business. There you go. Mm -hmm. your own business. It's not my business if you're left or right or whatever. I don't care, man. You want to be fucking ultra left and that, then you want to be, I don't care. That's your business. But it's not, but if you're trying to make your business my business, you need to call me this and that. I'm like, no, I'm trying to mind my own business. You stop making your business my business and then it won't be my business. (laughs) I didn't ask for your was, business. you trying to push was, your business up. You know, get out of
0: here. That was very libertarian of your mom. I liked it. It's nobody's. It's, it's not our business. That was
1: cool. I <laughs> yeah, very it cool.
0: That's not your business. It just is You know, and I it
1: used to say just that isn't. I'd come home and oh, you've got in trouble with the police and I'd, oh, well, so and so made me do this, and she said, well, so and so. Told you to jump off the Sears Tower, would you do it? No. <laughs> She's like, then no. why, why didn't you just say no? You know, it's like, well, fair enough. Fair enough,
0: Mom. <laughs> it's so funny. Sometimes I'll be listening to, you know, some kind of podcast or something just for fun, washing dishes, and somebody will say something crazy, and I'll, in my mind I'll go something like I'll counterpoint them, you know, in my mind I'll just go, yeah. no, blah, blah, blah. And then you know what I do now? I catch myself, Patrick. It's not your business. Boom, and I just go on Washington. dishes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. M Y O B, Bob. <laughs> it just yeah, yeah, not exactly. my business, man. Because I'm not going to spend my time arguing with somebody in my mind. <sighs> you talk about a waste of time. Who?
1: Uh, well, it is, exactly, man. Wow. But that's 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 what they're doing. That's is what like they the do government.
0: to everybody, right? That's what they get them I'm just in the matrix. To
1: make a look. Yeah, they're trying to make the left and right keep in each other's business all the time. Right. And the way they do it is by laundering each other's dirty business in the <laughs> media all day. So if you're a person who just lives off what the newspapers and news are telling you, you have no you have no you have no other way not to be in their business because the newspapers are like here's their business. Get in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like They're just putting you in each other's business when you could just say, I'm not going to read this That's shit. Right.
0: <laughs> and, and i think that's i think you've just described very eloquently mr Fa- falconer how they get you in the matrix right yeah that's how they get you in you want to come in well, come on in we're all
1: gossipy. come on <laughs> you know, come, we're come gossipy
0: on in green, come man. on there's, there's a great yeah, line.
1: We're, we're humans. we are gossipy we do love to gossip and anyone who says we don't come on man humans sit around gossip all the time Any. What's the gossip? What's the latest you meet your friend you're like, what's the latest gossip? you know we're, we are gossipy thats they
0: know it people love to so talk, they give you the gossip people love to talk about there's a great line in one of a movie I saw not long ago something about um, how uh, you don't um, don't react to to the to the swine or the pigs because if you if you wrestle with a pig you'll get dirty and he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that great? Great. I love that line. Yeah. If you wrestle with a pig, he'll get dirty. Exactly. You'll get dirty, and he loves it. He loves it.
1: That's exactly what's going on. We're all being made to pig wrestle, and they're giving <laughs> you the mud. They're pouring the mud in every day to the media <laughs> and the newspaper. They're giving you the mud wrestling pit. They're giving it to you.
0: They are. and boy, But you don't have to get in and wrestle, man. You don't have to man. get that's, in. You can have fun awesome and like we do and, and look at it. But it's just a movie. You know, don't get don't get on emotionally involved in it. Woo.
2: Don't get
1: involved at all emotionally or intellectually or (laughs) otherwise. Mind your own business and everything will work out fine. If everyone minds their own business and leaves each other alone, there are no problems anymore. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Oh, this is not for us. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned this. Thank you. This is from Regina, Steve, uh, Patrick has been getting in trouble on Facebook putting CGI photos <laughs> up and saying that they're CGI and all the globalists uh, uh, retort that, no, they're real pictures. And Patrick, she, she actually reads my Facebook stuff. Patrick said, no, if they're CGI, they can prove. So would you ask Steve his opinion? Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. So let me ask this, and I want to see if I can ask this carefully. If If a picture... What they call a picture, Steve Falconer, is originally a just a computer-generated image, right? No, yeah. real camera. Just a, you know, whatever. Here's the moon. Here's the stars. Here's a here's Ar- Artemis. Can you always prove that that image, with the right technology, was created on a computer? I think I understand it's right.
1: Yes, yes, you can, and I actually have a good video. And I'll tell you what.
0: Oh, I'd love to see it.
1: Let uh, me see it when we release when we release this uh, again okay as i did with our last conversation over this section now i'll overlay a video to show you how this happens oh you're when such you a geek
0: a, that's great good
1: when you take a real picture of the moonlight over the night sky or whatever you want to take right and you start adjusting the gamma and delta filters in any any kind of photo editing program or a movie program you can adjust the gamma radiation, the delta, all the things, the contrast, the brightness. There will, it will always look natural. The lights will fade into each other differently, but you will never see squared, weird, colored cubes because all around. Because
0: it's just, it's just uh, opening the aperture and stuff like that, correct?
1: That's correct. Okay. But when you... Doctor the photo and right. you start opening the aperture and start correcting the gamma filters, right. you will start to see unnatural cubes and real weird colors, bright yellow, bright green, bright blue. And every NASA photo of the Earth or the moon or Artemis or a moon launch, when you do that, you will see that they have doctored it. It's so badly digital. And when you take pictures yourself of the moon or the sun or anything, anywhere even with street lights around and you do that you will see a very natural contrast of light they will disappear the images will become too bright or too contrasted but you will never see all this weird digital cube squaring but but every nasa image of the earth or anything the moon whatever you will see the cubes which lets you know somebody has been in there pasting that in
0: right now you would think with their technology they could create a moon Artemis thing, right, or a rocket launch on CGI like they do Steven Spielberg, and somehow fix it so you couldn't prove it. But no, because they would do it if they could.
1: They can't because the way light works, Once it you doesn't do it. work, and huh. it doesn't. Light doesn't uh, emanate in cubes.
0: Uh, light emanates.
1: Oh, it's in, just in, off and
0: on pixels. What you're saying.
1: Radiant streaks, which is gradients, which means the light is blending into the dark. It's not a contrast. There's the sun and there's the the space. But they are not contrasted things. They are blending together. So you see sun in space and where you see sun radiation light, it's not geometrically, cubically separated it's blending into each other in different gradients
0: in 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 physical reality in physical reality
1: in physical reality right they are certain this part's blending in because the side is waves that are out and out and out and so where the out blends with the in in this area it will grade like this and then in the other area it will grade like this But when you put a fake sun or a fake moon or or a fake The the light starts
0: here and the dark starts here, that kind of thing, right?
1: because they don't have the whole gradient because it's fake. They only have the light of the image itself and not the background they're putting it in. So the gradients start to look like cubes when they start Photoshopping it because Photoshop is trying to blend two things that don't blend that way naturally. In other words, when you pour oil into water, they blob together like you know, the oil drips out. Well, when you try to draw a blob of oil and Photoshop it into a glass of water, you don't get the blobbing thing. You get the patch of oil, <laughs> very visual, with a very visual border where the water starts. But that's not how it works. When you pour water and in oil into water, there's a there's a blobbing mechanism that's natural, like clouds in the sky. Clouds are like, puffy and that you can't define the border you can't say where is the border because they're
0: part they're sky and they're part air and they're part water air, exactly. all at once.
1: So you, you can't say yeah. where but if you you can very easily see if i take a picture of a cloud and photoshop that over the sky you can see the difference that that cloud i put it there compared to a cloud i took a picture in the sky because it won't have what you're saying that little bit of sky blending on the corners because the cloud isn't defined. Wow. You cannot draw a definite edge around a cloud. You can't do, you can't it.
0: do it. Wow, it really. So I, I'll even cut this clip out and then put it on Faceplant because they'll probably won't censor me for this. Well, who knows? But um, that'll be good, and then folks can understand. See, I I didn't work it through like that, and I've I've often wondered if I'm if I'm incorrect when I tell folks on the air or on social media that you. Can't do what you just explained, they can't do
1: okay. So, you're a thousand percent I'm, correct. I'm on, so, I'm on solid, solid
0: yeah. I'm on solid,
1: you're two thousand percent correct. And I'll overlay a video showing this latest Artemis mission. Oh, cool! I'll fake I will show you. You are two thousand, three thousand percent correct. So, keep saying it because it is correct. The technology we have right now can't do it so this right now we're in the position that we can tell fakery now what i'm worried about is we might in 10 years they might find a technology that can
0: yeah yeah do this
1: yeah. so right now we have the ability to tell and in 10 years from now i'm not so sure they won't come up with a way to blend reality with sub-reality they might actually make a way to fake it
0: but isn't so that wouldn't that be experience. a a spiritual thing and you c- wouldn't be able to do that with a machine
1: i think like for now when you talk to people who work in movies films video overlaying photoshop right. when you when you talk to people who have experience in this they see it immediately sure because the yeah. human brain they see it. it's it's not the it's not the program they're using it's the human brain picks up on subtleties that oh you so, couldn't even so
0: they may be able to manipulate a Dots and dashes or whatever computers are off and on in a way that you wouldn't be able to tell. They'll get better at it.
1: Yeah, it might yeah. look good. To, it might look great to your grandma. Sure. But to a person who does CGI and Photoshop for a living, immediately oh, without yeah. even hesitation, they can see it. Without thinking about it, they see it and go fake. Because they've done so many fakes themselves, they can under they can recognize fake from reality because they're in the business of fakery. But to grandma that UFO video looks great, you know. And you're like, yeah, but that's because you've never made a fake right. UFO video. So once you've made a fake UFO video, you know exactly why it's fake because you're the one who tried so hard to make it look real because you knew why it looked fake. So
0: so, it, so t- we're on also solid ground. Those of us who are or uh, not heliocentric guys and girls, thank you. Um, we're on very solid ground that all they have to do is show us a real photo of a real Earth spinning around in space, surrounded by space, and then we're done. We'll just say, okay, that's you're right. That's once, yeah. Right? We're, we're right. But they can't. They can't. They've never done it. And of course they, they can't. They would
1: have already. Well, you think ago. they
0: would have long ago given it to us if they had it.
1: If they had that's it. That's all you had to do was take a picture of the Earth.
0: That's right. That's right. All. all you got to do.
1: That's wrong.
0: From one of these alleged uh, James Webb or whatever it is. So this James Webb thing, does that even in the air? I mean, is it just all CGI?
1: Totally bullshit, yeah. But the (laughs) thing is, like, totally, yeah. But there wouldn't be a flat-earth movement gaining millions of people by the week. If they had just turned around and taken the photo, there wouldn't be a flat earth. Exactly.
0: Movement. There wouldn't be one. We the go. The
1: reason there is one is because these assholes can't take a picture of it because they're not out there in space. <laughs> there wouldn't be a flat earth movement and there wouldn't be millions of people joining it and they wouldn't be doctors, scientists, pilots. In the old days, the early flat earthers were a couple guys with like 60 piercings and they look like morons. That's not the case anymore. There are massive professional scientists, doctors. It, it, it wouldn't have happened. There wouldn't be a flat earth movement unless they had something really to gripe about. All
0: right. We had a fellow. We had a fellow on. I, I'll send you the video. His name was Claridge, and he's a PhD, but he's a rocket scientist and definitely not a flat earther. But he was really fun, and he talked about how we yeah. were toroidal fields, right? That uh, Bonacci yeah. talks about, and he showed it on a whiteboard of how each human was a toroidal field, just like the Earth is, right? And and uh, but then I also yeah. approached him on the idea about the blue moon having its own light and not being solid. Ask and say, is that possible? He said, absolutely. It's probably possible, Patrick. And this is a, this is a, you know, rocket scientist. He said, absolutely, it's possible. Yeah,
1: yeah. which is great because yeah. that's what they're saying too in the flat. Like I've always said, flat Earth is. We know it's not a ball spinning around. We know what no, it we is. We don't know what we shape it is, right? We have theories what it is, and a lot of ballers too are starting to look at because the thing is, I. I know more about astronomy and astrology and the sciences of the s- of space now as a flat earther, allegedly, or supposedly, than I did when I was just a kid being told shit in school. Of so, course, yeah, yeah. Once you go flat earth, you need to learn the physics of your opponent to mm-hmm. find out, is it bullshit? Whereas before I even thought the earth was flat, I didn't care about the physics of the, <laughs> the ball, you know? Yeah. So flat earthers, that's the reason the ballers don't want to debate the flat earthers, is because the flat earthers have studied bull physics in extreme micro detail,
0: curvature and, the, and all, and all the that. Ballers, yeah, and the curvature yes. has never been proven with all of this fancy stuff. I don't care what you got—right lights, uh, uh, infrared, um, you know, sound. They tried it in that Brazilian thing. Remember, that that was a pretty interesting study. Six years. And these guys wanted to prove there was a curve and tried. And they had all this fancy stuff and you can't. And they, they would go... 160 miles, there got to be some curve according to NASA's numbers. And they I just, mean, you can, you know, outside there.
1: of South Africa, you can see a lighthouse from 260 miles away in the night in a ship if the night's clear. How's that and that's possible? impossible. <laughs> that's under like three Sears Towers worth of curve. Like you can't, you can't see a lighthouse shorter than the Sears Tower under three Sears Towers worth of curve.
0: If there was a curve, you and just couldn't see it. You just couldn't see it.
1: Impossible. Impossible, you know, so, and uh, that's the problem is the, the flat earth movement is picking up huge steam because they win because the physics behind all of it are even ridiculous to the ballers unless the ballers are so egotistically wound that they can't admit they got suckered and and it's actually true mark twain i think said like you know it's easier to convince it's easier to fool someone than convince them they've been fooled right uh we well, a lot of people are driven to their ego like it's not possible i was lied to and too stupid to see through the lie and i'm like well i'm a pretty smart guy <laughs> i was lied to and i was too stupid i to don't, see I don't the lie.
0: mind admitting it you know I, I don't.
1: <laughs> until i questioned it yeah it's okay to be lied to and too stupid to see through the lies it's not okay if someone brings to your attention did you know you were lied to and didn't see through the lies then if you don't choose to research it now if you refuse to to admit you are suckered and someone brought it up to you and brought it to your attention, now you've got a problem. Hmm. It's not a problem until someone else tells you, have you ever thought about the fact that you were lied to? <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> and when they do, it's your responsibility to question what they're saying and say, is that right?
0: Is that right? Really? Is that is that yeah Yeah. I, i have a little quick like your santa claus story i was in uh santa claus story was great by the way um when you discovered i was like eighth grade and we were taught by the nuns I went to Our Lady of Perpetual Payments. You know that school. That was a good one. That was a good one. Perpetual Payments. That was a great school. Your soul is ours. We got you. So this gal was up there with. He's got these big. You know. The, you ever seen the, the nuns with the big bird thing on their head, the white bird thing? And she was saying, you know, if a baby, if a baby dies without getting baptized, right, they go to a place called limbo. Yeah. and they never ever 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 get to go to heaven they go they can't go to purgatory they're in limbo for eternity and that's forever and i i raise my hand i go no wait a minute. are you so i repeated to her what she said here i am in eighth grade go, oh yeah patrick that's right and that moment i'll always remember it, catholic church lost me i was gone I says you guys yeah. you guys are clueless man give me a break yeah. If yeah, there is a guy, which more. I know there is, that that's where the guy would deal with a baby that hadn't had some water splashed on his forehead. Yeah. Please. Yeah, okay. and if
1: you don't understand baptism is one of the four spiritual fires. Oh, yeah. Like so I mean, that's where they do lose people, is it once you see this for the <laughs> control scam it is, you can't unsee it. But I've got a lot of friends myself who are so steeped in the Catholic uh brainwashing. I you, No matter what you show them scientifically that this is science, they can't get out of it.
0: Oh, I understand, yeah.
1: they can't, they can't get out of it. It's impossible.
0: Well, as you know, Steve Falk, like, st- science like. has become a scientism. It is a religion. And uh, science, right? The Fauci and the germ, the whole thing. And people don't want to give up their religion. They just don't. But I, I think you're on it, and I've thought about this, that the reason people don't want to believe it or, or give it up or change, Steve, you said it clearly. I'll repeat it. What I heard you say is that they don't want to admit to themselves that they've been conned. It's an ego it's, thing. It's an yeah, ego it's, thing, man.
1: And it's not that they don't want to. Even even worse about the ego is like, I say this to people, if you've got a box around your head about well, a reality, right? if you believe reality exists in this box, then, if what reality really is, exists outside of that box, but all you believe that what is possible is in it, you can't accept reality because according to you-
0: It doesn't exist. It
1: can't exist.
0: Right.
1: right. It's not you don't want to, it's that you can't.
0: Well, I would argue, I would, if I could put a little uh, uh, dot the T and cross an I on that, I think you're very much onto something, and I would argue that it doesn't exist for them, just like yeah. our world doesn't exist. The Matrix doesn't exist for me. I, I, it's just you know, it's like turn on a you know my DVD. Uh, it it doesn't exist. Doesn't exist.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't exist because in their mind it can't.
0: It, can, it can't. And that's why it doesn't exist for us. The same thing. If we know it's just an illusion. Then it can't hurt us because it doesn't exist. It literally doesn't exist.
1: Well, now you're opening a can of worms because you're saying reality is what you believe it is.
0: I that's that's the truth. We are the truth. We're the only truth. We are God of God. I I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Do you? Uh,
1: well, I believe. Yeah, I believe that.
0: We're it, baby. I believe <laughs> we're we're it. What
1: you out, I believe that what you give out to this field returns to you.
0: Oh, for for sure. For sure. But Steve Falconer, I would right. argue that Patrick, and I, I can just say for myself, I, I have seen through my spiritual work over, I've been around around 76 years, that I am a law unto myself. And whatever I believe to be true is true. Whatever I believe is not true is not true. And if I think I have to age, I'll age. If I don't think I have to age, I won't age. I, I think it's just that simple. And whatever you get to believe, that's what you believe. And if I want to come and be your friend, say, hey, Steve, you want to hang out? Yeah, I'll come and hear your reality. You'll come into mine. We'll hang out. We'll kick it around. But you still have your own reality. And it's always going to be yours. And it is your truth. So that's why to argue with anybody about anything is just ridiculous.
1: I'm totally with you, Patrick. I believe you're making a reality. I believe that if you and I right now are in the exact same uh, circumstances, everything, every life circumstance we had were exactly the same. We were like clones, right? Right. Like in grade school
0: or whatever, or whatever you talking about?
1: Just everything. Every factor you could ever put into it. And you and I are exactly that right now, the same and in the same terrible situation. I believe that if you thought there was a way out of this situation and I didn't, I bet my ass, my life savings, that you'd get out of it and I wouldn't.
0: I totally agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. The work I've there been seeing... Yeah, you know, and yeah. you know what it is? It's so fascinating you bring this up. I'm getting goosebumps because I told you before the show I've been having some experiences, you know, soul traveling at night the last week or so. and But I, what I found out was what was keeping me this is so cool, and you can work with this, all of you. What was keeping me from even going deeper into truth was a little bit of uncomfortableness, a bit of fear, kind of mixed up with I don't know what's going to happen if I go there. Are you following me? You know, I yeah. don't know. You know, I don't know. And I and I managed to go, and I had my spiritual teacher with me, who I have a guide. He said, or he he said, it said, it's divine spirit. Kind of said, that's all right. Ease into it. You're going to be fine. Just move in. Just let it go. You're having a little wine. Just let it go. And when you ease That's into it... That's
1: what I do. I have some wine and say, fuck it.
0: <laughs> but did you follow what I said, though? I think it helps people to yes. understand. It's just fear and angst, but it, but don't put yourself down for it because it's normal. We all would fear a little bit of something that we're, we've never experienced before. That's just normal. To go through it. Into it. Just into it.
1: Well, I mean yeah exactly the thing is fear is your there isn't there is no fear it's your perception right I think Harry Houdini said that you know someone asked Houdini like how do you how do you get put under water with with your hands locked together how do you get out of this thing and Houdini said something like I do not fear that I'm locked up in the water with my hands bound and this and that they said well what, then what do you do and he said I clear my mind and think one thing escape
0: right. Right. that's how he did it not
1: afraid of dying and drowning he just clears his mind and thinks escape so he removes all fear and puts all positive action that's what I'm saying yes the person Fears drowning is the one who's going to drown because they're going to panic. Oh, 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 I'm drowning! You know, like, and, and the one who just you, goes breathe, 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 go to the top. You know,
0: and what you've explained is very clear how he simply changed his reality from fear
1: perception of reality His perception
0: has. of reality from fear which he was in fear state of consciousness he said no yeah i think i'll do the escape thing and he's in that state of consciousness and then he creates whatever he needs uh he escapes
1: state of consciousness is the, the exact right word i did exactly. that's what i was looking for thank you
0: yeah my your pleasure.
1: state of consciousness is your reality
0: it is your reality yeah yes yes
1: it is i can't remember the guy's name but he said uh It sounds like the guy who wrote Twin Peaks, but it's not him. But there was a doctor, he said, he said, if you have a golf ball sized consciousness and you read a book, you will take away a golf ball sized understanding of that book. Right. And he said, oh, it's David Lynch. His name is David Lynch.
0: Yeah, I know Lynch,
1: yeah. If you have a golf ball sized consciousness and read a book, you will take a golf ball sized understanding of that book if you have an ocean-sized consciousness and reread that same book you will take an ocean-sized understanding away from the same book that you read when you had a golf ball-sized consciousness yeah. meaning consciousness is your perception and your perception is the link between you and reality which you are both you're not separate from this world you are one and the same you're not walking up a hill the hill's pulling you up the hill as you walk <laughs> You just can either perceive that you're climbing a mountain painfully and it's so hard to do, or you can understand that it's pulling you as you're walking and you'll walk light as a feather. As all the Buddhists and, and Zenists and as spirituals say, I walk light as a feather, Bruce Lee. what Light as a feather, meaning once you understand there's nothing to worry about, you just coast through the place. It's You can swim against the stream or you can just go downstream and be the stream. Lay on your back and have a good time, enjoy the rapids, you know.
0: As Tiger Woods said, be the ball, whatever, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. If you're afraid of the waterfall at the end, you can spend the last minutes swimming against the stream that you'll never get up a raging current. Or you can just relax and go, Woo, we're going down like it's a perception and it's
0: that's consciousness. Well said. Good job. Well, you've done your work. I'm really, really, uh...